Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. On this episode, I talk to Maggie Jenny about the entertainment industry and the importance of setting boundaries in your creative career. So let's listen. Hey, everybody, this is Brandon Hollingsworth uh, coming at you with another episode of the Creatively Christian Podcast. Thank you for watching and listening, brought to you by Theophany Media. And I am super excited to have a wonderful lady on my podcast today who puts me to shame, Miss Maggie. <laughs> no. How are you, Miss Maggie Jenny? So glad to have I'm you doing on the good. podcast. Yeah, awesome. Well, let me tell a little, folks a little bit about you, okay. and, and then we'll jump into it. I'm going to read this bio that you artfully crafted and sent over to me. So twice nominated as People Choice Actress of the Year at the International Christian Film Festival. Ooh, that's ICFF. Uh, Maggie has appeared in over 40 film and television project, projects, focusing mainly on faith and family uh, projects. Maggie is an award-winning comedy and dramatic actress, writer, and producer. And as of 2020, she also hosts the lighthearted talk show, Maggie Rambles. Welcome to the show, Maggie. Woo. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been so looking forward to this show. So tell us a little bit, Maggie, about kind of how you got started in this space. Did you always want to be an actress? Or was it something that God kind of gave you a left turn moment and led you into? Both, actually. So I always wanted to be an actress. I, I love every aspect of storytelling. Um, I actually went to my very first play, like an actual theater play at 12, which some are like, that seems kind of old for your very first one. <laughs> Listen, I was a bit uncultured. But, <laughs> but anyway, I, I saw it. It was beautiful. I loved everything about it. I auditioned for their next play. And that was kind of the first of it for me. I loved it, did it through high school, um, graduated high school. And I was like, okay, well, that's done because I'm, I'm not going to move. And uh, I live in Missouri. So <laughs> I was kind of done at that rate. Um, I got married. I had my babies. Uh, life was, is awesome that, you know, being a wife and mom for me is the greatest job ever. I, I love everything about it. Um, I did some plays and stuff through church, but I decided, you know, I'm, I'm done. That's that part, that door's closed. Um, but God, and so my husband and I have a custom guitar shop. We were, they were doing some guitars for a local variety show that films here locally. And uh, they mentioned needing a new actress. And my father-in-law was like, well, my daughter does that. You should bring her in. And so they did. And I did a season or two on that show. Um, which I'm not going to name names. <laughs> it's out there and it's interesting, so, but it, it was fun to do for a season. Um, but that kind of opened my eyes. I, I met a few new people and they're like, how come you don't do this in other places? I was like, I live in Missouri. So <laughs> they're like, no, you can, you, you can do this. So they kind of opened my eyes to these different things. And, um, I met and signed with my agent, who's still my agent, um, Jean Winger with Treasure Coast Talent. She, at the time, was just managing a handful of actors, and, you know, the Lord just kind of divinely put me in the right place, and from there, it's just, I'm just basically holding on and, and trying not to, 
to fall off. So it's God's done some crazy things that I, I just, I, five years if you, ago, if you would have said, Maggie, this is what you're going to be doing. And, um, I would be like, okay, that's cute. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, like, it's just, it's so cool that I get to live in my tiny little town that I love and adore. And I get to do this incredible thing that people wish they could. I it's just, I, I'm amazed and humbled daily that I get to do what I love for the kingdom. And I get to still be, you know, it'll be you me. Yeah. small town USA me. Yeah. I just, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I, I couldn't relate more. I mean, I live in a small town in North Alabama and, you know, get to run a Christian animation studio, which is just crazy. You know, you tell people yes. that that's what you do. And they're like, what, where do you live? You know, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I live in this little town with two stoplights. And they're like, no, you can't do that. That does not compute, you know. <laughs> exactly. So I get it. Well, the the first film, I'm not going to ask you to name or the first series rather that you were on. Not, was it a faith film or was it a faith series? No. Or was it, was it no, secular? it wasn't. Um, it was like Hee Haw. Okay. Very cool. Now I'm really, so, yeah. I, I mean, it was definitely a variety type show and, and it was really fun to do, but it was something too, that I was like, okay, I've, I've kind of, you, you, you just kind of feel like you're recycling the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of got boring. Yeah. Like that sounds awful. Doesn't it? I probably, no. It's, it was great at the time and it was super fun, but it was like, okay, this has run its course that I'm, I'm ready for this season to be over. So do you think, so you think it was, was it that the, that you felt God clearly calling you to do stuff in the faith uh, space that made that feel stale or was it, was it just the material? Yeah. I mean, at the time I was running the children's ministry at my church. Um, so for me, content was really, really important. I mean, this, the show was, it's family entertainment, but it was, you know, I've gotten some scripts and I'm like three pages in, I'm like, Nope, you know, like, yeah. So to me, content has always been really, really important. Um, (laughs) cause your kids will Google you and their friends will Google you and yeah, what are they going to find? Right. Um, and my kids at church, I, you know, my, I, I didn't ever want to be a part of something that I wouldn't be okay with them watching. Now that doesn't mean obviously a five-year-old isn't going to watch all your, it's not, doesn't mean you have to do everything appropriate for all ages, but Mm -hmm. it like, it should be reflecting something that you can sit and watch with them at the appropriate age and go, yeah, see, that's fine. It's good. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that brings up a really interesting point that a lot of Christian creatives struggle with, maybe not as, you know, much in the secular space, obviously, but trying to find that balance, right. Uh, As a believer, to work on projects and to work on products that uh, in some way glorify God. Sometimes it's a really tough decision to make, you know, cause you're looking at that possible paycheck at the end of that project going, mm, I really need that to pay the mortgage, but does this really glorify my King? So can you talk a little bit about how Maggie handles that problem? Is there, is there criteria that you use to kind of pick through that? Yes and no. Like I have some very clear boundaries as an actress that I won't cross. Um, And everyone needs to have, that's different for every person. It's not a blanket one size fits all. We are not all created the same way. We are not all purposed the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I start assigning other people, my boundaries, then that's not right. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, it's always been very clear to me as a yes or no. Like if I'm reading, like it's always just been like, nope, that's not good for me. Yeah, this one's for me. Um, 
I'm not one to say no to secular projects, but I also, because I know that the, the ministry is not just the finished work. The ministry can be time on set around other people. And, Absolutely. And, and that aspect, um, it, we are called to be light in a dark place. Then, well, how can you be a light if you refuse to go in the darkness? Right. Um, that being said, you shouldn't take a gig that you really shouldn't be a part of. Just be like, well, I'm going to go be a light. I'm like, are you though? Like, <laughs> are you like Jesus? Yeah. He hung out with sinners, but he sure. didn't. He can go to the bar and start pouring drinks. Like, right, you know, you, right. you got to kind of find that line and go, okay, this is what God's calling me to right now. Um, but for me, it's just really just being sensitive to the spirit. And, and if you have to talk yourself into it, you shouldn't do it. Oh, you know, like that's, that's just, nice. it's, it seems to me like really simple, but at the same stage, I know it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I am a huge advocate for actors perform anybody in the entertainment world to know what lines you're not willing to cross to write them down and to tell other people, because if other people know them, you're a whole lot less likely to talk yourself into why it's okay this one time, because Mm -hmm. now you're going to have, you know, Steve down the street going, hang on. Now you said you weren't, you weren't going to do that. So why is it okay this time? And, you know, it's just, we, we all need accountability. We're, Mm -hmm. we are very weak humans. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're weak flesh, right? Absolutely. Well, do you have like a group of close accountability partners, you know, maybe that you kind of bounce things off of, or is it pretty much just a Maggie and the spirit kind of decision kind of thing? Yeah, no, it's really just kind of me and, and, um, just what the Lord's speaking to me. Uh, my husband is super, super supportive. And honestly, though, like, I don't know that there's been a single time that I've ever been like, I just don't know if I should do it. Like, he, I think there was, there was one time um, that I, w- I was reading the script and I was like, you know, like I could do it. It's not crossing a line. I just don't feel like I should. Mm. And he's like, well, then what, why are we even talking about it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah good point. And you know, like, <laughs> So like that kind of stuff it, for me, and that was, you know, several years ago. And I've kind of just learned where if I feel like I just, am, I'm not, I don't think I should be doing this. And it's not, we all get apathetic sometimes and are kind of just feel like we're turning our wheels or it's like, ugh, I just, even, even if you do something you love, you get burnt out. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't that burnt out kind of a thing. It was just kind of like, I mean, it's not a huge red flag. It's just kind of not a yes either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've really and you say yes to one project, you have to say no to something else. Like, yeah. that's just always how it is. You can only do so much. So is it my best? Yes. If not, okay, well, then why am I considering it? Wow, that's, that, that is it my best? Yes, that's a huge takeaway, right? I think that's a great nugget for our listeners and our viewers to, to have, a, have a line that you won't cross, have a standard that you won't compromise, and then make it your best yes. I think those are really, really awesome takeaways. Um, so I want to jump back, uh, in something that you just mentioned about doing something you love and it's seeming like really hard work, right? That's a lot of times when you tell people that I'm an actress and I work in film and TV, they think, wow, your job must be the most amazing, fun job every day. And there's never a grind and there's never a Monday morning, but that's not the case. Right. So talk, so talk a little bit about that um, because there's this, there's this conception, right. That people have that. Oh yeah. There's a dream job out there for them mm-hmm. and it's never going to be work. And that is so false. So it's talk a little so bit false. 
And I think it doesn't matter what that dream job is. Um, you're always going to have days where you're like, I just don't want to do it. I just don't mm -hmm. want to do it. Um, and sometimes it's because it's just really hard. Like the entertainment industry is really hard. It's really, you have to have such a mental and emotional toughness to be able to be in this industry and not feeling like crying in the corner. And even, even then you're going to cry in the corner some days. There's going to be days where you're just like, this sucks. Why am I still doing this? I don't even like, why am I putting myself through this? Cause it's really hard. There is no easy path. There is no, if you just work hard enough, you'll be successful. That's not a thing in the entertainment business. There's just so much that's outside of your control. Um, so I think it's just constantly reminding yourself, why am I doing this? And what good has happened? For me, when I was going through a kind of a really dry spell and it was, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, like I knew why I was doing this, but I was like, how come this isn't working? I think I'm doing everything right. But this isn't like, you know, like I I'm, I'm checking all these boxes, but nothing's coming back. I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? And I'm trying to learn as much as I can. And I, in that season, looking back now, I can see how good it was that all of those doors were shutting because it forced me to learn so much more about the business that I, I wouldn't have known otherwise. Had I been getting yeses, first off, I was not good enough to be getting yeses. Know you know enough to know you don't know enough. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I was horrific, but I, I definitely am like, okay, I thought I was really, really good. And I'm looking at some of these old auditions and I'm like, oh gosh, no, hmm. why did you do that? Um, so yeah, actors keep all of your old auditions and then go back and watch them when you think you're just all that in a bag of chips and be like, oh gosh, you were not good. That's why they told you no. Even if it's something as simple as like, we couldn't hear you very well, or we couldn't see you very well. So your, your audition technique just wasn't great. But uh, I started writing during that period that was really, really hard. I started writing down the wins, any win I would write down. And so that I was having those really hard times. I could be like, no, no. Okay. But this happened. And those wins could be something as meeting someone in the industry that I wouldn't have otherwise known because there's so much of this that is networking and, and who do you know and what's going on? Because I mean, how can they hire you if they don't know who you are? Yeah. Um, and then every audition request, if I ever got any feedback, anything like that, because if you don't have any kind of documentation to your wins, it's easy to go, it's not working out. I haven't done anything in months and this is awful and I'm terrible. Why am I doing this? But if you can go back and go, no, that's not true. I did get this audition and that's good. I got a chance to practice and to do what I'm doing. Um, Cause even to get the audition is huge. Like when, when you have a project that's accepting submissions, especially on the casting websites, and they're getting sometimes thousands yeah. of applicants and maybe, maybe 1% of people get the audition request. So just yeah, getting the audition. It's a huge win. Yeah. Huge. And in whatever your field is, you know, like you have to find what those went, what that win means. And then you got to keep a list. It'll help you with your own personal mental breakdown and burnout. Um, but at the same rate too, I think it helps you to grow by keeping track of those things, by keeping track of my, my audition stats. And, and I get really detailed with those things. So like if I get an audition and I encourage everyone to do this, if you're an actor, I'm just saying, um, if you get an audition, write down all of the info you can on it, whether you book it or not, keep that information and then go back later and look up who booked it 
I guarantee you, they will, you will be like, I get it. Yep. That person's better than me or, Oh, okay. I see what they're doing. They look like I auditioned for something and I was like, Oh, I nailed that. And you know, a coach of mine was like, yeah, I, I bet you'll get a call back. And I heard nothing. And I was like, for, for real. And then I went back and looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay. The person who booked it was five foot two. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not five foot two. So yeah. I bet that has something to do with it. Yeah, you I know, think like, they're looking for a different type. <laughs> maybe you just a tat. You know, so, I mean, it's things like that, that help your mental space to go. It's not me. It's just the business. Yeah, absolutely. One of my, one of my mentors in the faith and mentors in the creative space, he has a saying, he says, you can't improve what you don't track and you can't track what you don't measure. And I think that is such an powerful takeaway for people, especially in this creative space, because you get in this space where you're, you're doing something that seems kind of ephemeral right? Uh, and, and, and like, maybe it's just this kind of, oh, I'm a, well, I'm an actor, I'm an actress, right? And how do you track that? But you can absolutely track those things. You can create metrics and you can figure out just like what you're saying, am I hitting the marks or am I not? And it is so critical to do that hard work, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a big bulk of, of what your job is, right? Yeah. Well, and it's the bit, a lot of things too, we forget when you're creative that you're actually running a business. Yes. You get so caught up in the creative aspect of just, Oh, and you like romanticize it Mm -hmm. almost, but you are, you are forgetting you are running a company. Mm -hmm. And even if that product is you, which as an actress, it's me, that's awkward. Um, But (laughs) you know, you have to run it like you would a business. If you're selling shoes, you're going to learn everything you can about shoes and about what kind of people wear shoes and those shoes you're, and what colors are trending and all these different, you're going to learn the business of shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to do that in your creative field as well. Otherwise you're not really putting your best foot forward. That was not intended, but, um, <laughs> so, I mean, and, and there's so many, my gosh, we live in this entertainment age. The fact that I'm sitting here, you're sitting there States apart and we're still right. having this conversation. There's so much information, free information available in your specific field through YouTube, through podcasts, like there's no excuse to not be learning the business. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And talk a little bit about that because you're leading me perfectly into the next uh, question that I was going to ask you is that there is this, there is this aspect of the creative um, of industry, whatever your, whatever your specific, whatever your specific discipline is, but there's this aspect that is very ephemeral and it's very creative and it's very kind of spur of the moment. But then there's also this kind of uh, very, you know, um, Brass tacks, very spreadsheet oriented, very much, you know, uh, hard slog through the paperwork aspect. So talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the specifics in your discipline. What are some of those businessy things that you got to master in order to be really, really good, a really, really good business person? And you don't have to talk about all of them, but just pick a couple, maybe, maybe the ones you like the most, or maybe the ones you hate the most, something like that. Um, I am addicted to post-it notes for this reason. I know I need to do things, but that doesn't mean I always want to do that thing right then. But if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget because, and that's most creatives, right? We are like, Oh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta update that. And then three weeks later and you haven't updated it. And then you go to file your taxes and you're like, I don't have everything. Um, (laughs) Write a post-it note, stick it on your desk. Maybe you have 16 post-it notes, but at least you'll remember to track that thing. Um, Like invoices. Okay. (laughs) Never thought I'd be the kind of person who had to like invoice people, 
but I do. Um, and you got to keep track of them and you got to know, you, like, you got to get paid. You got to keep track of who's paid you and who hasn't. And you got to follow who's your contact person to follow up with them. And, you know, and even if you have a management or an agent or whatever it may be, you're the one needing to make sure you're getting paid. No one's going right. to care more about paying you than you are. Amen. So stay on top of it. Um, because even the best companies you work for, and there's one company I work for a lot and I, they're fantastic, but even it falls through the, there's times where things fell through the crack and I had to send them the invoice, you know, a couple of times before it got, but it just happens. So if yeah. you trust, Oh, it's a great company. Stuff happens. And mm -hmm. um, so keeping track of your accounting and all of those different things, hire an accountant mm -hmm. that's good at what they do, especially in the creative realm. There are so many different things that you could potentially be using as a write-off or, or, you know, some sort of a benefit. Just, yes, you can file it yourself. Yeah, it costs money to hire an accountant. I promise it's worth it. Um, it's just worth it. We're very few people who are creative are really good at the business stuff. And I mean, not just get it done, but like excels at it. Uh, very few. Amen. And if you are, good job. And can You're, I hire you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> send your email, dude. Tell right. me your strengths. Let's get to work. But, uh, but yeah, keeping track of all of the stuff, of all of the stuff, writing stuff down, not just to keep you from crying in the corner when you're having a rough day, but so that you are getting paid and you can keep track of like, oh, I need to follow up with this one person because they were interested. And then we never talked. Are they still interested? Did they move on? kind of like the squeaky wheel thing. No, you don't want to be obnoxious, but you do want to have follow-up. Just like if I call someone, you know, if I, if I call like a contractor and they don't call me back, well, I'm, I'm not super itching to hire them. Like right. just stay on top of the business stuff. And that's why post-it notes are your friends. That's right. You have to that's remember, right. but you do have to not forget like, and we're all juggling a thousand things. Yeah. every day well and that's something something you mentioned about the people that you're working with they're also just juggling a thousand things or sometimes multiple thousands of things and as and a, things as are going to drop yeah and so you can't you have to number one understand that right as a creative and you have to number two remember that you're a christian right and you can't be obnoxious right or you're gonna destroy your witness and destroy your testimonies but you but you got to get paid so you have to be persistent in love and in truth and so i think mm -hmm. that's a huge huge takeaway um, and that's awesome. And I want to jump back to something you were just talking about, but it touched on something you mentioned earlier. And it was when you're talking about hiring possibly someone like an accountant or, you know, a contracts person or a lawyer or what have you, who's a really, really good at that thing to free you up. And it's the question is about valuing your time. This is a huge problem that I've seen throughout disciplines with creatives and really even with Christians, it's a, it's a compounded problem because we have this aspect of ministry, right? And, oh, well, you know, surely you can donate your time or your effort, you know, to what we're doing because it's, it's, we're focusing on God. So, uh, so talk a little bit about number one, how does Maggie value her time? And I'm not talking about your rates, but just generally speaking, how do you figure out what am I worth and what's a good choice, right? Do I spend time accounting or pay someone? And then also, how do you deal with this problem that Christians face uniquely? about valuing your time as it relates to Christian projects, the, the dreaded Christian project, right? Well, first off, as far as do you hire someone, do you do it yourself? Can you do it well? Or can you learn to do it well? Um, and do you have the time? 
Because if you are so caught up in handling the business that you can't get your work done, you're shooting yourself in the foot. It's just like any business. As you grow, you're going to have to bring on different team members. Now, when you start slow, you can probably do it all yourself. But as you grow, you have to grow your team. And what that looks different for everyone. You know, maybe, maybe you're like really good with numbers. You don't need an accountant. You're good at those things. Great. But maybe you need somebody else. So whatever that looks like for you, you just stop running yourself into a wall. I think mm-hmm. that's one thing I see a lot is people who are running themselves ragged because they don't want to, one, they don't want to let go of control because they're worried and I get it. Or, um, they don't want to miss out on the income again i get it it's just, it's it's just like business it's a huge yeah. investment and it's really hard um yeah just don't be foolish i don't <laughs> just pray about it don't be foolish i don't, I don't yeah, know. and, and uh, trust and trust god right and, and trust, trust god. god but at the same rate don't be foolish don't be like okay god i'm gonna pay give this guy my last 20 bucks to do this for me but you've got me like don't be dumb like be a good steward of your stuff like i just seems like common sense but it's not um and then as far as what was your other question i forgot tackling the dreaded valuing your time versus track it track tackling the dreaded christian project where people are asking you to work for free (laughs) okay so with that i say this if someone is talking you into doing a job for free it ain't god um that doesn't mean you can't work for free I mean, if a project is important to you and you're like, and you have that passion and you're like, I would do this for free. Great. But if they're like, we love you, this is so awesome. And you're like, well, that's cool. It's nice to feel wanted. And then they're like, we're not going to pay you. And probably it's going to cost you money by the time you get here. Um, And we're not going to feed you or put you up in a hotel or, you know, even if it is in your town, but you have to drive back and forth, you have to hire childcare. And you're like, so now wait a second. Hmm. Um, I wasn't even all that stoked to begin with. And now you're saying it's going to cost me money for your project and exposure is going to be so great. (laughs) Like I just, it's to me, it's just wrong. It's taking advantage of people and people. (laughs) It's not right. It's not right. And I kind of want to flip some tables and crack some whips. It's just, it's not right. Now that doesn't mean that People can't work for free and you can't ask people to work for free. However, you need to respect them enough to know if they go, I can't do this. And you go, I understand. Unfortunately, we don't have it in the budget, but we will, if that ever changes, we would love to, you know, like respect people's yeses and no's because you don't know what they're juggling and you don't know what their situations are. You don't know what they're, what, what's, what's all these other things. I just, that's something that I'm. Hmm. I, 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 think, <laughs> I could, I, I could almost, I could almost tell that just almost, almost. almost. I mean, I, I have worked for free and I have no problem. You know, people under, I understand budgets. Like I sure. understand there are so many things that go into a project. I get all of those things, but taking advantage of someone under the guise of ministry, even though it is ministry yeah. is not Right. Well, it's almost and like a lot of these people use the, the fact that it's Christian as an excuse to take advantage. Loved of. God more, you'd exactly. be willing to do this. And exactly. that's not God. Amen. Like that's not. And the thing is, is people maybe don't even realize they're doing it that, but I'm here to tell you that's what you're saying and it ain't right. And you need to go check yourself. Sorry, probably lost a few people on that. 
That's okay. Sorry. If we lost them, we're all thinking it. No one wants to tell you, but it's wrong. Yeah, this we, we gotta have a whole podcast just on this topic. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, a whole series of podcasts. I, mean, I love you, but stop. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, turning over tables and cracking whips. I love it. Oh. See, you get biblical references coming and going on this podcast. Right. Bam. <laughs> All right. I have no idea what my next question was going to be. I'm so excited about that concept of just having a podcast of me and you just railing against the machine on that particular love. Topic. I love you guys, but stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Now you see why she gets parts, ladies and gentlemen. She's a hilarious, wonderful uh, actress. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about some of the projects that you're working on right now, Maggie. Something that maybe you're really excited about or... Um, something that's coming up or we want to tease a little bit, talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, so I have a few movies that will be out, I don't know, ish soon. I, mm -hmm. I don't have dates, <laughs> um, but I have that, a movie called beautiful one. Now what is not having dates? Is that due to COVID delay or is it just because of the, the industry? Just because okay. I don't have dates yet. Oh, I mean, okay. they've you. been filmed They're you know, in post-production, I just don't have released at dates. Gotcha. So okay. follow me on social media. I'll All tell right. you. Um, but beautiful one is one uh it was i'll be real honest i don't know a whole lot about the story and that's on purpose so i never do this but i really trust this production um and they wanted me to do this role it was one scene it was super funny and i was like i'm in i'll do it but my character doesn't need to know anything about the rest of the story so i didn't read the script i didn't um <laughs> and i never do that I always read the script, but I was like, I don't need to. And I did it. And it was so much fun. And so I can't wait to find out what it's about. <laughs> oh, is that dreadful? No, no, that's awesome. I love it. Hey, I mean, you didn't have to know anything. So just send I mean, me my pages, you know? It's fine. I don't need to know. Yeah. But it was super fun. And the cast is incredible. And the story from what I can gather... <laughs> it actually is really good it's it's about finding your beauty and and who the lord created you to be as opposed to you know outward appearances and such so i i i do know that much um and i and i know it's going to be incredible the the talent on it is astronomical um another one is called still pitching and that one is based on the true life story of pitcher baseball pitcher rick fisher and um he had some demons and so that kind of just goes to show like the lord's work in his life and it like when when god stepped in he stepped in big wow. so that's very exciting um it's really fun i met an incredible guy on and that who plays ricky fisher who's just incredibly talented actor his name's jason frederick if you don't know who he is you should look him up because he's super 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 talented and he is like killing it right now um another one is running the bases and that one, I, I'm not sure when it'll be out, but it's about, it's a baseball movie, baseball, right? I'm sensing a theme here. So I know beautiful one's not about baseball. So. But there's some baseball in it uh, probably, but you wouldn't know because you haven't read the script. So I don't think there is. I don't know what I am going to go with. No, maybe <laughs> we'll find out right. together. Yeah, um, maybe we should do a yeah, live cast. Then, we should, we should do a live cast watch or a watch party or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Everybody <laughs> turns out there wasn't baseball. Sorry. Um, but yeah. And then in November, I head to Mississippi to work on a movie titled mind reader and oh. that rich Cristiano is, um, directing that. And so that'll be a lot of fun to do. And, and I'm not going to tell you anything about that one, but 
but it'll be great. And uh, and then I do a show called Maggie Rambles with other people, kind of like this, where I, I just talk about, it's 30 minutes, so it's short and sweet and to the point. We have fun, we play a game, we talk about projects. Um, yeah, so it's a handful of stuff I've got going on. Oh, oh, if you are an actor and you want to follow me on Instagram, and Facebook, but um, I post daily acting tips and just maybe some frustrating things about being in this business. So like quick little Instagram reels about those things. So awesome. There's that. And, and how do they find you on Instagram and Facebook? So uh, just Maggie Jenny at Maggie Jenny. Okay. Luckily, my name's original enough. Yeah. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have you back on when you go to Mississippi and get maybe a sneak peek or something or some insider Ooh. tips or something. Mm-hmm. That okay. might be fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying but to I'm, like read minds or something. Uh, yeah, I would. I think it's thematic. I think it's thematic. So why not? I love it. <laughs> and I'm and I'm seeing I'm putting the check in the mail today so I can be on your podcast. So. I'm, <laughs> And putting that that's in. right it's right because you know we don't work for free right that's right that's right got to pay the host to be on this show. that's terrible i hope not Gosh. oh oh awesome 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 so yeah definitely we definitely want to have you back on at some point maggie because you're way too fun and way too talented and way too brilliant not to do so but i do want to kind of be respectful of your time i know you're a super busy lady so i'd love if it's okay to close us out with some prayer today uh, and then we'll do one last shout out at the end. You can tell them all your social media links and your websites and all that good stuff. Sound good? Perfect. All right, let's, let's, go, let's go talk to dad. Hi, King of Heaven. We just come before you, Abba Father, praising you so much and thanking you for being um, the creator of this universe, for making us creative in your image, Father, but, but more so for being so intently focused on uh, your children. Uh, you are so amazingly um, focused on our lives, Father, that you sent your son. Um, you sent yourself as your son in human flesh to die for our sinful nature and to uh, make a way to restore us back into a rightful relationship with you. And that is just mind-blowing that the Lord of the universe um, wants to be involved in our every day, every little moment. And so help us, Father, to focus on that amazing truth. Help us to meditate on what it means and just soak deep down into our spirits and help us to be more humble and more appreciative of everything you send us, everything you do for us, uh, for the people you put in our lives, for the abilities that you give us, and help us to use those things, Father, to reflect back um, uh, glory to you. Uh, I thank you so much for Maggie and for her stance and for her, for her clear purpose that you have shown her in her life, Father, and how she um, just joyously follows you. I just pray you continue to guide her through your spirit and through your word and through our accountability partners. I pray your blessings on her family and for all that she touches, Father. And um, if it be your will, help us to come back together at some point in the future. And Father, I just pray for everyone who's watching or listening to this podcast. We pray that it's been a blessing to them, that it's uh, exposed some truth to them, some nugget of usefulness, or conviction um, that will grow them closer to you as well. And uh, we'll just be careful, Father, to always give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it all. And it's in the powerful and beautiful uh, name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Maggie. Thank you. It was such, it was so wonderful meeting you um, at ICFF this year. I'm so glad you saved me from getting run over. That was amazing. We'll have to tell, you know, that, tell that Doing story the later. Lord's work. <laughs> 
she's also a superhero ladies and gentlemen we'll we'll talk about that at some other point but uh tell us again where everybody can find you on social media websites wherever yeah um social media it's just at maggie jenny on instagram uh facebook twitter but i don't really tweet <laughs> and then my website's maggiejenny.com i'm on imbd wherever just maggie jenny luckily it's really original awesome. not too many of us and as is the lady to which the name is attached. She's also very, very original. Ladies and gentlemen, Maggie, Jenny, thank you so much for being on. We're going to put all those links in our show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely track this lady. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook, and you will not be disappointed. And Maggie, we hope we can have you back on again soon. That sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being on. Everybody, this is Brandon signing off for Creatively Christian Podcast. Uh, be sure and share this, like us, uh, comment, link us, tweet us. Slap us, flip us, rub us down, whatever you're supposed to do out there on the internet. And uh, we'll be happy to, to be back next soon. Uh, this is Brandon signing off. Thank you so much for listening today. To see the resources mentioned in this episode, you can head over to theophanymedia.com forward slash Meggie. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day, and keep on creating for our Lord.